Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgerby. any question you can just write it somewhere we'll give you an opportunity to ask the question amen all right so i have with me uh my own assistant the person of pastor sunny pastor sunny i want us to put our hands together for pastor sunny and then our able md uh, minister big let's put our hands together for minister big you are welcome thank you sir thank you sir you guys are looking very powerful Thank you. You're also looking powerful. Too. Wow, 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 wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, do you know one amazing thing I, I find about this particular message that we are about to discuss? Uh, do you know that uh, this message was the last message that actually ushered the church into the yeah, 30 yeah, days fasting yeah, and prayers? The Sunday, the Sunday. Yes, today. 28th of May. Yeah. That was when the message was preached. And then the fasting commenced on the first, that is um, Thursday. Okay. And all the testimonies that were shared is actually a proof of a statement that was made in the message. I remember in the message, the apostle said that um, to the faithful, God is faithful, and to the should, he should. So if you are faithful with this fast, God will also be faithful with you. And at the latter part of the message, apostle led the church to pray a prayer, okay? And then in a prayer, he said that may God bless this fasting and prayers with testimonies. Amen. That was the prayer apostle prayed. So when they were sharing the testimonies, I wasn't surprised because um, the apostle has spoken and it's working. So I, I feel the podcast is worth assessing and, and worth listening to. What do you think? Uh, thank you, Reverend. That's very true. I mean, I believe that for, for we Christians and especially uh, being in KMC, the podcast must be our go-to. I mean, in the every every morning before we start our day, because day in day out it's been up- uploaded. They're blessed with messages that Apostle has ple- uh, has preached in the house of God. And when you take your time to listen, and you, you don't just listen, and you make sure you leave the word to become practical, and you realize that you you be growing, and you can see you can see that gradually there is growth in your life, not necessarily your spiritual life, but your entire every aspect yes, every aspect of your life. Of your wow, life. So wow, I wow. think say, the, the podcast is very good. So you have been, you have been making use of it. Oh, for me, because when uh, normally messages are being preached, I'm behind the keys. The podcast is my friend. Uh, oh, okay. So I mean, okay, almost okay, almost okay. every now and then, I am I'm with the podcast. So okay. yes, thank you. No much. wonder there's something different about you. Because uh, we have a lot of MDs, and you see, most people are so conscious of the music and money and all that. But I realize that there is something very unique about you. Uh, it's, it's because of the messages. The, the messages that wow, are being preached wow, on the podcast. Wow. It's a blessing. Okay. Pastor Sandy. Well, you see, I believe that every word that comes from the author, okay, carries so much power. Wow. You see, and KMC has been a blessing to my life personally. When I joined KMCI, I, <laughs> I wasn't the way I am today. And I realized that every word that comes, you see, plays a, a role one way or the other in my life. So you, you don't have to downplay on 
anything that is happening in church. And a podcast is a great medium <laughs> for you to go back to the teachings that, you see, are taught in the house. Because you'd be surprised that you feel so edified and blessed in church on Sunday, but you go back home, and after a week, you may forget certain important things. That has the ability to change certain things in your that's, life. That's very true. So you realize that the podcast is Charlie Daddy on play every time. Just go to the podcast. Charlie Daddy, I didn't hear this. You go back, you listen, and you get blessed. I like something interesting. He says, listening to the podcast is like, may the apostle accommodate them. Exactly. And it's at my liberty, it's at my control. That's the only time I wish I could say, but in reality, amazing. Yeah, the podcast is very It's a blessing. It's a blessing. With what Pastor Sani just said, Charlie, you feel so blessed by the message, but who be free, how be do feel? And now be free. You get it. And the Bible said that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So um, if you are listening to us, it's very expedient that you subscribe to the David Edujenfi audio podcast before the discussion ends. Make sure you have subscribed. But I just want to mention uh, just five messages on the podcast. We have involved Jesus, it's a message on the podcast. We have a message on visions and revelations. That is part one, part two, and part three. And then we have the quiet time required by the Lord. All these are messages on the podcast. And it's, it's, you do yourself a great disservice and a great disadvantage if you are in this house and you have not subscribed to the podcast. Amen. Amen. Now, back to uh, our discussion. Uh, how do you call it? Advancing through corporate, corporate prayer. Advancing through corporate prayer. Do you think it's a powerful message? It's, it's, it's a powerful message. Wow. I mean, I mean when I remember that day, as Apostle was um, preaching that word, it's like, yes. mm-hmm. and this, this one was more calm, warm, like, I can see like in my heart, things are being settled. Wow. So I believe wow. it's a very, very powerful. Wow. It's a very, very powerful. The, the word is alive. Mm-hmm. Now, this message, this message, um, Apostle said many things in the message. And we are really going to take our time to take it one after the other. But it's basically talking about how consistent and persistent we are. We are, we are supposed to be in our prayers and also the need for, uh, how do you call it, corporate prayers. So um, I want us to... Uh, our discussion is going to take this form, okay? We are going to group everything Apostle has said in four dimensions, okay? But I want us to listen to the first dimension, okay? Then we, I want the church to actually hear what the apostle said. I want the church to hear by themselves, and then we discuss. Yet because this widow, look at it too. Yet because this widow troubled, he does what? Okay, oh, come on, come on, come on. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? Because the widow does what? He troubled me. He said, I will avenge her. This by her continual coming, she will be. And yes, I told Toko so a bay or Bema Matobaha. Your prayer is a trouble in hell. On Piper, no, a tating hell. Your prayer is your consistent prayer is weary. On Toko Swamp Piper, no, bring the money out upon the devil. This wicked guy said. I brought it to my for this guy, this woman, what she wants. So that I can be free from trouble. Because the way this woman keeps coming. And the request this woman keeps placing. 
So Jesus was teaching something. That our persistent, consistent prayer. Our persistent, consistent prayer. As something it does to the wicked one. Number one, it troubles the wicked one. So he said, men ought to pray. Right. So when 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 if you listen carefully, all that apostle is trying to say is that our consistent and persistent prayer wearies hell and it troubleth the devil. And the, the scripture is from um, Luke chapter eighteen, talking about um, a widow, a poor widow that went to an unjust judge that he should avenge her of her adversaries, and this judge decided not to heed to the plea of the widow. But after some time, uh, the judge said that if I don't adhere to what this woman is saying. It will worry me. It will worry me. Pastor Sani. Wow. Uh, before I start, I want to appreciate my father for the opportunity given me to be part of this panel. All right, all right. Yeah. God bless you, Daddy. I appreciate the opportunity. Amen. Uh, this message <laughs> has really been a blessing to me, you see. And practically, I see so many evidence in my life right, because of this message. And one thing that struck me after listening to the podcast was, you see, your poor situation or whatever you are going through eh, <laughs> will not let the devil have pity on you. Mm. Because the scripture made me understand that this was a poor widow. Someone who lacked so many things. Secondly, he lacked covering. Mm. You see, he For was a husband, widow. He had yeah, lost exactly. the husband. He has right. lost the husband. And also, uh, what do you call it? This was a woman who, the Bible says the, the woman is a weaker vessel, you see. Exactly. And automatically, she's not supposed to be able to fight for herself to a certain point, yeah. you see. But the Bible described the judge as a wicked, a wicked judge who had no fear for God. Mm-hmm. So even if the woman had everything or every evidence that was supposed to make her win her case, the judge didn't care. He didn't care whatever... <laughs> or whatever position the woman was in. All we understand about the judges, he's a wicked judge. judge. And daddy made us understand that this is a description of Satan, Mm. the devil. Amen. Amen. You see, so as a Christian, crying every day about an issue and not praying Mm. (laughs) will not solve anything. Mm. Mm. You are doing yourself harm. You see, so this thing has blessed me a lot. And uh, once daddy made me understand that you see, because the widow consistently and persistently went to the, uh, what do you call it, the judge, the judge was tired, like, ah, chairman, even though he was a wicked judge, but he gave up. He was like, ah, let me avenge this widow. You see, so that means our persistence, you, can, you can't say that I'm praying today and next week I'm praying. Charlie, forget about it. It don't work. But you have to be persistent and consistent in prayer. Not, not to cut you short, um, with what you are saying, um, Apostle made a statement in the message. Eh? He says that Satan doesn't give up on your inconsistent exactly. prayer. prayer. Exactly. So yeah. those of us who pray, we have an issue. We pray uh, one hour today, and the next time we pray about it is maybe one week or two weeks' time. Yes. Satan doesn't yeah. give up on that. Okay. And I realize that, per what you are saying, I realize that when it comes to hell and the activities of hell, eh, our only prayer is, our only hope is prayer. Yeah. Our yeah. only hope is prayer yeah. because this widow 
is a poor widow. She had lost the husband. But you see, it had to take only prayer for the devil to give up. It had to take only prayer. So, if you find yourself, if you find yourself in a situation where you feel, oh, because of the way you have been crying, somebody will be pitying you. Be no, 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 no. God doesn't answer cries. Yes, He answers prayers. Yes. Yes. The same way, and yes, the Bible says, So, what you know, we situation where they ask you, the devil will give up on you. No, 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 no. So, And I only hope is prayer. What do you think? That's, that's actually very true because um, prayer in itself uh, has a way it brings us closer to God. And personally, I've, I've come to understand that uh, God is interested in having a relationship with us. And uh, from the message and throughout the messages that have come during the oil for light, you realize that uh, God is we, God is designed us to have a more deeper relationship. Can hold you, can hold you. A rather person on a very tight relationship. Okay. I just say, uh-huh. and uh, before I acquire Benham so it's true prayer because there are, there are many avenues to communicate with God through worship and other, but prayer is more deep and, and it's very intimate. So, since like you said, said the enemy has an advance, uh, an agenda to mess things up for us and to sabotage us now, we have to keep praying. That is our only hope because the moment we stop praying, that means the enemy will, will win. And it's very interesting. There's like the, the longer we pray, the more we pray, the more certain situations might be tough. But at the end of the day, we must still keep praying. Yeah, share scripture. Yeah, share scripture. And we look chapter 18. Yeah, share scripture. Luke chapter 18. Media, can you help us? Or see, there was a widow in the city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my, of my adversaries. Verse 4. And he would not for a while, but afterward. He said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man. Verse 5. Yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. So, you see, it's very interesting and it's very motivating to know that your consistent prayer troubles hell. Your consistent prayer troubles. So, if you know your consistent prayer troubles hell, why will you pray today and you not pray tomorrow? You pray today, you pray the next time, one month, and you expect that some things will happen. It will never happen. It will never happen. If the enemy is holding yeah. on to something in your life, it will only take consistent prayer and the man widen with Jim. This brings me back to a story in the Bible. I think that Daniel and the Prince of Persia. I think say, okay, Daniel, okay, Daniel was actually praying about something of which the story, it's like response had been sent, but strangely some way, somehow, someone somehow has decided to just sabotage the whole thing yeah, yeah. and Daniel too is there thinking that, so at the end of the day because he wasn't getting results, he had to keep praying, keep praying sure, and he prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed until he received this response yeah. and it was made known to him later that a response had already been sent but it was someone that was just sabotaging the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. So, looking at that story, a story looking at the scripture, we can only continue to pray. Exactly. Sure. And, and Reverend, and that, that is a, a major problem of today's Christian. You yeah. realize that you pray concerning a thing for a while and it's like nothing seems to be changing. So, you, we easily give up. Sure. You see, yeah, and we'll sure, be like, sure. Charlie, God is not for me. Yeah. Because it's like, you realize that things are working for others, but ah, God, why have I been praying about this for all this while? Well, and it's not working. No you realize that. Yeah, so, no 
you realize that challenge maybe at that point something is working on sure. but you are not seeing it with your physical eyes so exactly. you, be, the moment you give up you see you've given the let's, devil let's, advantage let's, let's 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 look at this um apostle made a statement concerning this particular point he says that um, praying about something once exactly over some time and stopping or quitting is approve or it suggests your faithlessness exactly exactly yeah. it suggests yeah. your faithlessness yeah. 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 so somebody will ask for how long should I pray about a particular thing? Mm, Somebody will ask, for how long? Let maybe me. maybe you have prayed about something for one year. You are trusting God for something. One particular, you are praying one year, but the thing has not come. Isn't one year, like, too much? One thing, uh, I, I think you still have to keep praying. Okay. Because we, we've been commanded to pray without season. That's one. Okay. And um, also, when you look at uh, Hannah, yeah. uh, Hannah had a very, 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 very peculiar matter and kept on, I mean, Praying. going to God. Mm. I mean, I believe she was serving in the house of God. I believe she was doing all that she had to do. I mean, all that was expected of her. But sometimes it wasn't just working. Yeah. Sometimes it could also be God is just probably using that situation to draw you more closer to him. Yeah. So probably when he has your attention, yes. And sometimes sure. it could be, say, uh, God has probably, the, a resource or a response has been released. But some way, somehow, there are certain factors that are making sure it's not sure. happening. At the end of the day, you still have to keep praying because looking at uh, it, I think this the story of the poor widow and Hannah is, is quite similar. Hannah had to pray until at the point they even felt like she was even drunk. And she kept praying and kept praying. And I believe that when it comes to some of these things, we don't just pray. There are other things we have to do, of which I believe we'll look at them later. Yeah, sure, so we have sure. to keep praying. Yeah, so yeah. can we say can we say that um, if our consistent prayer troubleth hell in Satan, can we say that Satan so much dislikes prayerful men. Of yes, course. Yes, that's, prayerful that's, believers. That's, that's yes, very true. Yes. Can we say that? That's, that's and can definitely. we also say that Satan loves to be around prayerless believers? Can we say Charlie, that? Charlie, the, 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 um, like, um, uh, believers who don't pray are like best friends of the devil. Why? Because I, everything oh. he throws at them will work. <laughs> you see, because it's a serious thing. It's a serious thing. It will work. So it's like... You are. You, it's, it's like you've let your guard down. Exactly. To exactly. allow the devil to do anything with you. Exactly. You see, like, that is how serious. It not is. not to cut you short, but recently I think prior to the oil for light, we were praying, and Daddy was leading prayer, and uh, as part of his prayer, point, he made a very I mean, interesting scenario. It's like, one adia eda, one slash another. Exactly. You see. Exactly. So it's like when we pray, we don't just pray to communicate like we build energy we build yeah, capacity yeah, within yeah, we generate power yes we generate power we generate and power. i believe that when a prayerful person sees a prayerful person you know yeah. and the the enemy too based on the power we've been able to be will not be able to come come so yeah. based on the scenario that he shared with the whole yeah. idea i believe say when we pray we build certain capacity mm. power within us that makes it very very difficult for the enemy would want to come because but instead of this person, the way looking at how prayerful and consistent he is, they call him or better or better. Exactly. So we need but to pray. We have to pray. Yeah. We have to pray. We have to yeah. pray. We I believe it's blessing our audience. Ah, blessing. You have to pray. You have to mm. pray. Don't give up on that situation. I, I would like to give you an example. Okay. In Colossians four eleven about the lifestyle of a believer. Sure. Okay. okay. The Bible says in Colossians four, verse twelve. Okay. He says Epaphras. Okay. Who is one of you? a servant of Christ saluted you always laboring fervently for you in prayer so you see he says always always you don't have to pray 
today and tomorrow you don't pray and you expect results it is not magic because because and then i made and you may be asking because our consistent prayer the devil always works against our consistency in prayer very true for this one i have a practical like example, example okay. that I would like to share. Okay, you see, you. I, I made up my mind to wake up at dawn and pray into the morning. Okay. And I started, Charlie. When I started, I was so much on fire. Mm. Charlie, I wake up, I'll cabeza, and I, I feel so happy. After a while, Charlie, my alarm will be ringing and I'll wake up and I'll be like, ah, Charlie, and I'll be on my bed. I'll be praying. Uh, so I realized that, ah, Charlie, the thing that I gathered so much energy to, you see, starts. And I was so much on zeal, like on fire, to really carry it on. I realized that, Charlie, no, oh, something is fighting me. Something is fighting, something is fighting me to stop that. Yeah. So, Charlie, if you are a prayerful person, the devil will do everything to let you stop praying. praying. Let everything. Me, let, let, let me just say this. You know, being a musician, eh, uh, one of the ways that makes one stand out as a musician is what we call discipline. Because to be a music, like music itself is a discipline in nature. True. I've come to believe prayer is also a discipline. Of very true. It's and, discipline. And, and if it is a discipline, then one must be very, very, very conscious and intentional and be very, very determined to make sure, say, you. Very true. Because wow. be, being a musician, I mean, Pastor Sani is here, being a producer, consistency is very important. So there are sometimes you would have to hit the studio. You have to go to the studio even when you don't feel like. And it's interesting that those are the moments where you begin to even have wilder ideas. So I believe that when it comes to prayer, we have to be very, very intentional about intentional. it. Okay? Very and, intentional. and I remember during the message, uh, Apostle made a, uh, said something like, even when you don't feel like praying, you still have That's to pray. That's when you have to yes. pray more. You have yes, to pray. Sure, and, sure. And, and we've been made to understand in this house that our labor of love will never be in vain. Sure, yeah. sure, so sure, if sure. I wake up and I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying, and I, I feel like I don't pray, and I even yeah. pray, yeah. and we don't go yeah. to cry, I believe God will still... Exactly. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, so, um, our viewers online, God bless you so much for joining us. This is uh, uh, a spiritual discussion on um, a message on our father's podcast titled Advancing Through Corporate Prayer. Corporate Prayer. And we are having a wonderful time right here, and I believe it's blessing you. Now, you see, uh, the conclusion of the first point is that we have to pray. Do you get it? Exactly. Because there are some, there are some yokes, there are some bondages in our lives, some lines, some family lines in our lives. It cannot be broken and destroyed by... Uh, how do you call it? Inconsistent prayers. Do you get it? It doesn't worry the enemy. So, if you are listening to us, I want to encourage you, be very consistent in your prayer. If you want the enemy to give up on your life, be very consistent. If you want to be a threat to hell, be very consistent in your prayer life. And there will be a transformation. Now, let's look at um, the, second, the second phase of our discussion. Okay. Now, all that we have said is how our consistent prayer affects hell. Now, what about heaven? What about God? Our consistency in prayer. I think if we can get a message. To oh, sure, 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 sure. I'll let, them, I'll, I'll let them play it. I'll let them play it. So now, we want to look at how uh, our consistent prayer affects heaven or how heaven responds to our consistent prayers. Is heaven actually interested in our consistent prayers? I believe. Yeah. Now, let's, let's listen to it. Let's listen to it. God doesn't get weary about your prayer. I said, God doesn't get what? 
Are you here? You have gone home. Do I have? Do I have? Do I, have eh? I say God has not do what. Satan does. God gets happy about your prayer. Say how much more your father. Say I tell you that you will avenge them speedily. You will avenge them what? Speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find what? Faith. So what that Jesus is saying is that we can only be consistent and persistent in prayer, praying both day and night because we have faith in God that no matter what, he'll... Alright, thank you so much. So now, uh, I believe we heard it. The effect of our consistent prayers. It says that God will answer what? Speedily. And I'm so excited anytime I think about that scripture. God will answer speedily. Now, I have some few things to say about that, but I would want to hear your view on that. Yeah, Reverend. You see, I believe that praying in, in itself okay, is an act of faith. Okay. You see, and the Bible says something that without faith you can't please God. So, and so, oh, okay. uh-huh. so you see the more you pray the more God sees you as a son like a true son you see, because you please him and what, what makes a father happy when you do things that pleases him so you see when I tell my son Charlie sit down and I see my son roaming around when he's of age to you see listen to me you see when it comes to God it has to do with faith if you can please him, you have to engage faith. And prayer is faith, a work of faith. So the more you engage faith, it's like you believe that, Charlie, it, you are doing something that God wants. And in itself, it helps you and builds you up. Amen. Okay, okay, through social media, more than once is faithlessness. I heard I it. So, bomb pie a fat dear home, barco. Now, to ask me, no, to ask me, a chess, we need to do a radium because a Ujidia, Obejedi said, Obo and Pia Bako, a radibedi, Obeti. But message, no meeting message, you remember, says, Assam and Yanukre. It's true. It's rather the opposite. Yeah, you I, get I, it. Yansha, Yansha, before you come in, don't worry. Yansha, verse six, uh, how do you call it? Uh, verse eight, verse eight of the scripture. It says that. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? It is Yabapa can say, Be said, Sir, Oba dear Bako, Oba dear Umpire Bako. Nasa, I knew ye my. If you are born one week, I born one month, I knew ye my now jai bar. Expressed, would you dear then? So consistent prayer in itself suggests our level of faith in God. Because when you pray consistently about something, it means that you believe God and you trust God that obey them. Obey. If not God, who can, who can answer your prayers? Why pan a bit So that side has really, really blessed me and opened my eyes. Because when you pray, God hears and He said He will answer you what? Speedily. Wait. 
Thank you, Osofu. Uh, as, as you were saying, I mean, I was thinking about Mark 11, 24. Mark 11, 24. Please, if you can have Mark 11, let, let, let it be projected. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe ye, believe. ye receive them, and wow. ye shall have them. Please, if you can have the NIV version. The NIV. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received it and it will be yours. You know, um, looking at what Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Sani is talking about, eh, I believe that many at times as believers, the kind of lives we live, okay, the kind of approach we give to the things of God and even to our prayer life, in a way, affect us not to have faith in the prayers we pray. Because sometimes we know the right things we have to do, but for whatever reason, we don't do them. So sometimes, and based on, you know, when, when you are going to write an exam, okay, and you are prepared, you know you are confident. Whenever you have to do a particular task, and you know you've done your due diligence, you approach it with more confidence, you get it. So when you come to prayer, I believe there are rules of engagement to prayer, and there are many things one has to do. So if you know you've not done them, uh, you're praying to God about whatever the, the situation is now. Angasana, you come into the prayer with, with less, less confidence. And because of that, we are not able to have the, the faith like that we need to have. You get it, to be able to push and pray and believe God in that. During the message, Apostle made a very, very profound statement. He said, one of the requirements uh, of prayer is like, I, I just want to quote, he said, one of the requirements of, one of, one of the requirements for prayer to be endorsed is your faithfulness to prayer. Okay. So uh, that statement struck me. I thought about it, thought about it. So I realized that there are two keywords. There is faithfulness and there is prayer. So already having a fair idea about prayer, I decided to pay more attention to the word faithful, faithfulness. Okay. What it means to be faithful in prayer. So I, I, when you look at the word faithful, you realize that Realize that there are, there are two words that comes in mind: to be loyal and to be steadfast. Wow. When you look at loyal, it means um, showing firm and constant support or diligence to a person or an institution. And in this uh, context, we are say showing uh, firm or constant support to prayer. With the same loyal, we can look at something that signifies a person's continual devotion. To your course, you get it. So that is what it means to be loyal, based on the understanding I, I discovered. So I realized that with prayer, one must have a constant devotion to his or her prayer life. Wow. Okay, Thanks and uh, also looking at the steadfast thing, it means something that's un- unwavering. Okay, so if all these things are found in the faithful, what it means to be faithful, then it comes back to what I said earlier that one has to be very intentional, and one has to be very, very, very diligent. When it, it comes to, I mean, our, our, our prayer life, you know, um, being a leader of a department, by the grace of God, I mean, I remember when Apostle told me to take up the mantle of choir director, I, I, very, I felt very, very inadequate. Very, very, very inadequate. So, some some I was listening to one of the uh, messages, the messages of the house, actually, it was Glorious Day, and the title was Leadership, and he made a statement, whenever God calls you or gives you a task and you feel like you have what it takes because of your humanly cap- uh, capacities or whatever, your strength or skill, 
you've started, you start to live in failure. But then when you can come to a point of recognizing that, oh, uh, by all standards, I don't qualify. It's just God who has shown me mercy. So you go to prayer and cry from the Lord and ask for direction to pursue it. You realize that, oh, okay, you, you, you'll be on course. So, you'll be on course. Yes. You'll be on course. You'll continue. Viewers, God bless you for joining us. If you are connected to us, I want you to know you are not at the wrong place. Uh, this is KMC, the Healthy Church, and we are having a very spirit-filled discussion on one of our father's messages titled advancing through corporate prayers and i have minister big and i have pastor sunny with me we are having a very wonderful time so if you have not subscribed to the podcast it is david edujemfi audio podcast do well to subscribe and then you have access to all that we are discussing can you continue okay thank you sir so uh, like i said being a leader i i i realized that Sometimes I'm not able to pray for the people I'm leading uh, because of what they, they will be putting me through, because of their, their certain actions they do. Because I mean, so imagine. Yes, like they just do things that are just painful. I mean, you give an instruction. No, it's not like combo. It becomes difficult to pray. I mean, I don't know about others, but for me, it's like, you know, when, I, when, I'm, when things are flowing, it's very easy for me to pray for Pastor Sani. But when probably I flows from a rehearsal session and let's say Pastor Sani has done something. That is really, really some way. You know, the, the, when we want to pray, it becomes a little, a little difficult. And I remember recently, I mean, I, I was going through certain challenges with some client I was working with. And I, I will call Lady Reverend and I'll talk plenty. I mean, this and that and that and that. And there's something she always say, have you tried prayer? I mean, have you tried prayer? Have you tried prayer? And I was like, I'm praying. I'm not seeing any results. It's like, keep praying. Have you prayed to the point of bloodshed? Mm-hmm. So I, I, one day, I, I recently, I mean, as we were starting the fast, I told myself that sincerely being around, I haven't really been faithful with the fasting and prayers. But based on the, the ministrations that were, I purpose in my heart that I want to be consistent this time around and see, engage this prayer thing. Hopefully, it should give me a solution. So I, I mean, I remember my last conversation with the lady Reverend. She was like, I should read the book of First Peter. Uh, it was back and forth. So I decided to read it. And reading, I, I chanced by a scripture that is very, very, very interesting. Be there if you can help me. First Peter, First Peter 5, verse 8. Now, she made me understand that the enemy has an agenda. Okay. And like you said, the enemy wants to steal, kill, and, and destroy. destroy. And if there's one thing we know, the enemy's agenda is not really about the sheep. It's to attack the shepherd. You see, it's even written that you strike the shepherd, the, the, the sheep will be scattered. So, looking at it, I realized that then I could be Moses. And if I don't take time to tarry with God in prayer, the people I'm leading, you know, they will frustrate me. You to miss your exactly, blessing, exactly, you exactly. Miss so, so going, if we can have the scripture, it says, please let's have the NIV, please. Let's have, can we have the NIV, please? I think there's a challenge. He said, be self-control and be alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around you like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Please, let's continue. Resist him, standing firm in the feet because you know that your brothers throughout the, the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Let's go. And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong and firm and steadfast. 
Christian and stuff. So when she referred me to the first Peter and I charged on this scripture, I begin to feel like there was peace in my heart. Then I began to study and you, you realize it's that the nine says stand firm. So I decided to stand firm in prayer. It's so interesting. It was just around that time we were about to start the, the season of the, the, the fasting. So having this understanding, I decided to take the fasting very, 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 very serious with my attendance, everything. And I began to pray about certain things. And I remember the first Sunday, I prayed to God. I had a dream about a client I was working with, which it was very shaky. So I didn't want that because I've seen a very beautiful future. And I didn't. So I prayed to God. I'm like, God, this and that and that. Please just show me a sign. God being so good, when I prayed, I came to church and there was a demonstration of God's power. And I was just sitting behind the keyboard and I realized that this can just be God. So it encouraged me to pray more. Many a times when we pray more about a situation, it becomes quite tough. But when we pray and we keep praying and we keep praying and we are faithful with our prayer life, begin that God will begin to give us. When we keep praying and keep praying and we are faithful, we will see the hand of God. God bless you so much. So um, uh, I've learned something. I've learned something from what you said that when it comes to prayer, we must practice what we call loyalty. Now, you know loyalty. You are following at all costs, whether good or bad, you are following. So, whether you have prayed and you have not seen an answer or you have seen an answer, you are still praying consistently. So, say, oh, you'll be our bumpire, you are, it checks or it tells your level of yes, how loyal you can be to a thing or to a person or whatever. That's true. You get it? Yeah. So, so we have to be consistent. And Apostle said something. He said that every prayer warrior has a shrine. I don't know whether I heard it from the yeah, message. That's, that's very, very Every true. prayer. Yeah, and true. I remember he said that um, most people who come on Facebook and say that connect I'm about to prophesy. Most of them, they don't pray. They don't pray because he said that um, Apostle said something. He said, men of prayer shy away from the public. That's true. And then he made reference to uh, Jesus. In Mark 1 35, he said that uh, a great while before day, Jesus went to a solitary place and there he prayed. So it, it means that if you don't have a prayer shrine and you have not started at all, yeah. as a believer, if you don't have a prayer shrine, you have not started at all. I believe you have one. Charlie, my studio room is my. Wow. <laughs> no wonder the songs of Rhapsody are very <laughs> annoying. Because yeah, you have yeah, been praying yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you see, the prayer shrine, and yet necessarily, say, be a damn. Maybe I don't need extra room with you, but it can be a corner at your hall. Anywhere you sanctify and say that this is where I'll be praying every day. The, the word is sanctify. Sanctify. So you must be conscious what of what I say. This is a uh-huh. And you must put, one thing I learned from the message is that when it comes to consistency in prayer, you must put measures in place that will force you or cause you to pray, pray. consistently. Yeah. Because the devil always fights our consistency. Yeah. That's like true. like sure. the testimony our brother just shared about he eating fufu late. And it's affecting his prayer life. Yeah, you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. because he didn't put measures in place to be able to solve that issue. But once he got the revelation and was able to put measures in place, he realized that now. Because Hassan, you, you just said something. He said, when, now he got the revelation. Exactly. And, and revelation, revelation is, is very, very important. Sure, sure, sure. I, I remember an Apostle during the, during the sermon said, spoke about, I mean, what it means to pray and, and I mean, certain rules of engagement. And he spoke about those that lead prayer. Uh, I mean, the, the place of knowledge in, when it comes to leading prayer. And it was like sometimes you go to a prayer meeting, people 
are not they, like they're on, they, they don't they are not able to pray because Connect. understanding yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as well as we will come there we will come there okay that has got to do with corporate prayer but you see the conclusion of the whole matter yeah. is that I wanted to even add something but you see the beauty of prayer is like uh, this scripture first John I think chapter five fourteen and fifteen you see. Because we believe that we have a father who hears us. You see, that's sure, the beauty sure, of prayer. Sure, sure, you sure, know sure. that God is hearing you, Charlie. And he says, whatever you ask, you see, he will answer you. Sure, sure, you see, sure. So you should believe that heaven is on your side. Once you are praying, you should know that heaven is on your side. That is, that is the beauty of prayer. So if God is listening to you, why, why do you stop praying? You see, that is, the, that is the whole thing. If you know that you have a father listening to you every day, every time you come to him, Charlie, if I were you, every minute I'll pray. I'll pray. I'll the pray. Bible says that the ears of the Lord are open to the prayers of the righteous. Yeah. So if you know that the I am is always listening to your prayers, why will you pray? Do you know the amazing thing? Let me say this, then we we'll move uh, on to the next. Yeah. The amazing thing is that uh, people are able to commune with other things, sometimes other human beings, sometimes movies, sometimes many things, more than Very true. they uh, commune with God in prayer. It's, it's, it's a serious thing. As though, some, do you know some people can do all night series? series yeah. As though the series will solve your problems. So you watch it, it, it doesn't solve your problems. It rather compounds your problems. No, you watch it throughout the night. Oh, but sorry, then I, I just will be a, a whole problem beyond. No, say, make a book, make a book, make a book, make a like a book, when you problem at least there would have been a change i think so because the enemy okay knows the potential of prayer yeah, yeah. he always find a nice way to 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 frustrate us it's very interesting when in, even in church it, everything it, people you have time for everything until when it's time for prayer. Prayer and the word and the word. Yeah, you you, you realize that when it's prayer, it's everybody wants to preach. Yeah. When it's worship, everybody wants to worship. But when it's prayer, people begin to look at their time and you see people's energy and 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 stuff now. So I think say the enemy has succeeded in finding a very nice way to to distract us. I mean, obviously, watching a movie might probably seem harmless than praying. You can watch a series for three hours, but sometimes you can t- think like I pray in uh, I pray for one minute, ten minutes. You begin to check your time. That's why I'm one hour be But but Reverend, before so we go to the, the, the next point, I, I just want to chip in this. Apostle spoke about um faithfulness in obedience. Okay. Especially when it comes to the corporate prayer. You see, in the he made a, 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 a he, he referred to a, a story where the king was ordered to do something, strike the ground. The, the, the instruction was not to do it at a particular, but on ordinary you see, and that is what I believe most of us do in the house of God. When Apostle says that we are doing 30 days, like our brother Jason said, it's no, no, yeah, half. Nah, but you realize that you won't get the results you have to get. At the end of sure. the day, you still come and blame sure. God, and it's like Apostle, I'm praying, Reverend, I'm praying. Meanwhile, you didn't do the thing as it's supposed to be. So as we are in the house of God, I will just encourage us that whenever an instruction comes, we have to completely, the word is completely obey. Full obedience. obedience. There's nothing like partial obedience. When we completely obey, then we can also be in the capacity to demand fully whatever that prayer is supposed to do for us. Thank you very much. So uh, we move to our next point, okay? But one thing I want viewers to understand is that um, Jesus said, the words I speak unto you, they are life and they are what? Spirit. 
I, I listened to this message, this particular message yesterday night. And after the message, the next thing I felt doing is to pray. I felt like praying. I started praying. So if you are struggling with your prayer life, the best recommendation I have for you is this message. listen to this message right after service and the grace of prayer and supplication will be released upon your life. Amen. And you will begin to pray like never before. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, let's move on to the main, uh, how do you call it? The main title of the message. Advancing through corporate prayer. Let's have a discussion on that. Sure, sure. Advancing on corporate prayer. Can you help us, media? It's a one shot, just thousand. It's a two. Two. So when she comes, she says, Brother, let's pray. And we agree and we begin to pray. On the same topic, with the same passion, with the same understanding, with the same time. Agreeing perfectly. The Bible says, We shall taste ten. My God, that stands to reason that corporate prayer is an avenue for uncommon speed. It's a one shall chase thousand. About two. two. So when she comes, she says, Brother, let's pray. And we agree and we begin to pray. All right. So corporate prayer is an avenue for uncommon speed. speed. Yeah. Now, you see, sometimes eh, you might think you are very spiritual, but you are actually deceived. Most of the times eh, in this kingdom, we advance by revelation. You get the Paul said, I went up by revelation. If you don't have a revelation about a thing, Okay, you can never advance in it or advance by it. Do you get it? Now, most people in the church lack revelation on corporate prayer. Somebody might say that, oh, do you know that the reason why somebody might not show up at power night service is because he feels he's too spiritual. Of this way, too, too spiritual because he has been praying five hours in his room, he has been praying two hours in his room. So, power night, like, I won't come. He feels so spiritual, and even when he comes. He might not even join the partake of the prayer. We say on a mature or a pocket. say, You see, viewers, if you have been doing that, I want to admonish you by the word of God. It's not proper. Because what uh, corporate prayer will do, your personal prayer can never do. Now, if you listen to what the apostle said, he says that corporate prayer is an avenue for what? Uncommon speed. And the main scripture apostle used for this corporate prayer thing is in um, Matthew chapter 18. Yeah, Matthew chapter 18. Yeah. So, 18. what do you think about corporate prayer? Yeah, Reverend Charlie. This, I, I thank God for the life of our father, you see, because I have a practical example of this. Okay. okay. And the scripture our father gave, maybe we should read it. He says, again, I say unto you, Matthew 18, 19. He okay. said that if two of you shall agree on earth, as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Mm. You see, that makes me understand that, Charlie. You can't afford <laughs> to miss corporate prayer. Sure. You see, because there's a special grace released for people mm. who pray corporately. Mm. 
You see, that is how important it is for a believer not to sit home when it's time for us to pray as a, what do you call it, a collective body. Yeah. Uh, I, remember, I, I read something from the book of Acts when it has to do with when Herod arrested um, Peter. Peter and okay. James. Yeah. And Herod killed James, a whole apostle of, mm, of Jesus Christ. Can you imagine? And he was killed. I, 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 I want to believe that the church felt like, ah, Apostle James is powerful. Mm, he's anointed. He's anointed. His anointing will save him. Mm. Oh, he, oh, Apostle James. Oh, yeah, oh, powerful. Oh, yeah, fine. Till Herod killed James. Mm. And the church was like, Charlie. Then the church met and they prayed. That was when God released an angel mm. to Hallelujah. take Peter from the prison. So you realize that praying corporately eh, is very needful and very important needful. Sure. in the life of every Christian. Uh, and Daddy in the podcast or in the message uh, made reference to a scripture in Genesis, I think that chapter 11, okay, one okay, downwards, okay, okay, okay. about when the people came together. You see, because they were united and they, they came together, it wasn't one person, but they came together. The Bible says that with one agenda, they decided that they are going to build a temple. And God came down and was like, Charlie, the people is one. Mm. <laughs> so Daddy made. That, uh, 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 said that that was the first time it seems like <laughs> God made a grammatical error. But you see, God saw the people and saw like, nah, Charlie, this is one, like one person. <laughs> he saw yeah. them as one person. Sure. You see, so that's the beauty of corporate prayer. Mm-hmm. I remember when my myself and my wife we were unemployed, Charlie. My wife had finished uh, school, written as hair like essential and all that, Charlie, but it wasn't working. So one day, mommy told us that, Charlie, he told me that, when you go hold hands with your wife and pray, and pray, and pray about whatever issue that you need to pray about, because it's very powerful when you pray as a couple. And that's, uh, what do you call it, the scripture that I just read in Matthew chapter 18, 19, it, it attests to it. So we kept praying about the employment, and lo and behold, from nowhere, I was surprised. Like, my wife got a call from a teacher. Wow. The teacher was like, ah, I've been looking for your number all this while. So I was wondering how he got my wife's number. He called my wife and like, Charlie, make your documents available for me. I want, there's an opportunity. You see, be, uh, do you think that <laughs> if we didn't engage prayer corporately, like, it will work? So I realized that oh, oh, Chema, forget because the Bible says that what one would chase thousand and two ten thousand. So I realized that it brought so supernatural speed to our issue. So he asked for her document and quickly got her an appointment. You see, and I was like, I, I sat down and I really thought about this thing. I was like, no, this thing is serious. Mm. You see, so the enemy would do everything possible. To discourage couples from praying together, mm, the mm. enemy will do everything possible. Yes, yes. not to cut you short. Apostle can message you. Yes. I say one of that's one of the uh, yes, relevance yes. of ma- uh, yes, marriage. marriage yeah. You have a prayer partner. partner. Yeah. But as you are saying, <laughs> what a You see, so as a child of God, like Fridays, we've set Fridays aside for us to pray. The podcast really blessed me. So anywhere I am on Friday, Charlie, I will be present, and. I thank God for oil for light, mm-hmm. where we met 
because when we come for like the four nights of might, every night of might was exceptional. Was mm. like there was something about our night of might. Mm. You realize that the spirit of prayer has been released, and it's like, it's like everybody's re- really everybody's praying, praying. You know? And I saw the beauty in that. I was like, God is good, and God is doing something with us. Mm. So I, I believe that corporate prayer, eh, you can't afford to miss out of that life, sure, that sure, blessing. Sure, it's, sure. it's a blessing to engage sure, it, like our sure. father taught us. And I want to encourage all of us, you see. We may, one way or the other, be discouraged, be hurt, or something. But, you see, you don't have to sit home when there's an instruction from the house that, Charlie, this is oil for life. We are meeting to pray. We are doing this. You see, because God will send an angel like he did for mm-hmm. Peter. He will send an angel to take care of something that needs to be taken care of. You see, and that's the opportunity we have as children of God. Sure. Amen. Sure. You see, Big M, uh, I've realized um, from Genesis 11 and then from Matthew 18 verse 19 that there are some major ingredients that must, that must be in place for corporate prayer to work. Now, in Matthew chapter 18, he spoke about agreement. Agreement, yeah. So, if there is no agreement, prayer, corporate prayer will never be effective. Number two, I saw understanding. It will not be effective. Number three, I saw passion. Now the people, the, the, the people that were building the Tower of Babel, you realize that they were working with a certain passion. Yeah. Hard passion. Yeah. Passion. Yeah. Now this suggests to us that um, uh, without a proper exhortation, our corporate it's prayer will never it will never work. So you go you go into a corporate prayer and then the leader says, Lift up your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost. And then we start, oh, pray in the Holy Ghost. Shake Talaba. Talaba. Do you know what we are praying about? I don't know. You don't know what we are praying about. So how can we achieve what we are supposed to achieve? Exhortation must be given with scriptures. You see, so that we all come to one place of understanding. And that understanding will release some passion into us. And then we begin to pray. Do you get what I'm saying? And that is what... Let's, let's look at the verse 4 of Revelation, uh, Genesis chapter 11. Revelation 11. Yeah, sorry, Genesis 11 verse 4. It says that, And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower. Who stop may reach unto heaven, and let us make a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. So the vision was clearly stated. Yeah. We want to build. Do you understand? We want to, we want to become a great nation. He said, we want to build a city and a tower. That is, that, that is the focus. That is the agenda. Who stopped me reach unto heaven? And they all agreed. And then they began to pray. Now when God came around, he saw that, Charlie. It was one mind yeah. that was working. working. One understanding. One passion. One speech. And God, God said that on this, this one person that is actually working. So it means that, say, yeah. So, Sandy, let me ask you. Mm. Say, or your wife, like, when you're, if you're, if you be, now say, more the book of prayer, like, will it work? Oh, it won't work. Because, why? You come heads uh, distracted, you see, and you'll not be focused. You'll be, you be praying about a thing, but maybe something you're not supposed to be concerned about, you realize, ah, why is she praying this way? This girl, she's not serious. <laughs> you, so you realize that you'll be distracted and you not achieve what you are supposed to achieve, you see. So you have to have one mind, like you said. You see, and when it happens that way, 
there's joy when you're praying. It's like you're happy about you're excited. it. You are so excited, you see. And so it's very important that you have one mind when you're praying, when you meet. Yeah. Very important that we have one mind. One uh, you want to say something? Uh, I, want All right. to, I want to say something about the corporate prayer thing. You see, uh, let's, let's look at Hebrews 10.25. Hebrews 10.25. Please, if you right. can get the amplified version. If, if we can get the amplified version. Corporate prayer is very, very, very powerful. Okay. Um, it, 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 it has a way it's, we, we can motivate each other and encourage each other to, to pray. Um, I remember, okay, so we have the scripture. Not forsaking or neglecting to assemble together as believers. As is the habit of some people, but admonishing, warning, admonishing, warning, urging, and encouraging one another and all of the faithful as you see today. Hold on, please. Hebrews 25, yes, I'm not getting it. Wow, what version do you want? It says, not forsaking or neglecting to assemble together as believers. Is that not what you are looking for? Mine is different. Yes. Let's, let's have the NIV, please. Sorry, let's, let's have the NIV, please. It, it's basically talking about not for, forsaking the, the gathering of the saints. You see, when, when, we, come, when we come together, I, I remember me personally, I couldn't pray for long. I couldn't pray for long. So what I used to do is, uh, I remember 2017, uh, night, night of glory. So I used to pray with the recordings. So me Joe night and I say Travesa Nene na me boa nene me boko. It helps me to pass. But I realized that the feeling of being here being here no, is uh, different. It's true. <laughs> different because I don't sharpen it. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes no habit. Oh, but we should be on your fire. Now we just a background. It's a motivation. You get it. Uh-huh. So I, I, I personally, I took inspiration from that and I was able to uh, revive my prayer life and get more better. So whenever we, we come, you have to pray, and I see Sister Mary praying, I, I become so wow. very, 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 very like challenged positively to, to, want to, to want to continue to pray. Wow. So I believe that we have to encourage each other to come around to pray corporately so that we can achieve whatever we have to achieve. Yeah. Okay, a, a question be about me um, Say, uh, God said concerning the people that they are one. Okay, the people is one. It means that uh, the major ingredient is what agreement, passion, understanding. So, what if we have gathered to pray as a team, uh, and two people, yayes or teaching, be added and combat? As a two or three people in the team, no, as a like they are not with us. Either say will offended, and as a they are just not with us, but they are in the prayer. Would the prayer work? Because it takes understanding, one understanding, and all that to make corporate prayer effective. So, will it work? Uh, okay, so let, let me try and be a little technical about this. I think that it might work to some extent, but the, the potency, you know, uh, it, 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 like, you let's say are supposed to get 100%, we might, we might not get 100%. Yeah. I see, I've come to see prayer and corporate prayer as like a current that is running through a cable. Okay, if a cable is, let's say, from here to and there are bricks within it. Depending on the nature of bricks, no, the, 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 there will still be a flow. But the nature of brick will slow the flow of carriage such that say there will say a do in a particular time a superbar form. So I believe that since God is still uh, faithful and unright- righteous to not to forget our labor of love, the fact that we have gathered to pray, let's say if you are attending HR, 
really, really praying, I believe he would, he would really respond and honor us. But the, whatever we have to pray about, probably if there's something we have to deal with, and two of us are not really in connection, I, I believe that the whole thing about the agreement and is, is, has been defied. And like as Pastor Sandy said, if there's a little friction between him and his wife, what they have to pray about. So I believe that with that uh, coming from that uh, point or point of view, I, I think that it's, it's just best for us, whoever is in the team, to have the same the same spirit, the same understanding, so that we can pray and achieve what we have to pray. So that's what I can say. So far. Okay. Yeah, Reverend, I, I also believe there will be some hitches. You see, because <laughs> as you rightly said. We need to agree, understand, and have passion. You see, so when there is a disconnection, there will be no f- like much flow. Like yeah. the flow will be affected. You see, and it will affect the results. I, mean, I believe it will affect the results. Why? Because when God came down and the pe- and the people were building, it took God to stop them. Why? Because they were all unified with one one thing in mind and had one goal. You see, so it brought speed to their uh, whatever. Uh, whatever they were doing, it gave them speed. But when two or three people are not agreeing to whatever is happening, you realize that <laughs> their results will be affected. And at the end of the day, we will all, one way or the other, be affected. You see? So that's why I learned something from Jesus. When he is always going somewhere, sometimes he selects people, Some telling you, you, come, sure, you, sure, come, sure, you sure, come. Sure, and sure. he moves. Because maybe he, feel, he knows that these are the people I can really have that connection with. And he leaves the rest there. So sometimes it's good that when we all meet, you see, we have to be in agreement. We don't have to be praying and you, you are on Facebook. You, it's like you are affecting the current we, we want to build, you see. So I feel like in a way it will affect our results. So, so this, this question, uh, at the end of the discussion, we will definitely take Apostle's view yeah, on yeah. that. Because um, uh, they are sound, they are sound, as you said, if you have control, okay, you can decide where you can decide that, oh, this person should be part, this person should be part, no problem. But in a situation where you don't have control, like a church service, okay, we are praying corporately. And sometimes, so mostly, because and there are some people too, eh? they are not even praying. No. They are on their phone. And because Charlie is church, you can't say, Tell me, you join a tune soon. You can't say, Mevacho, P. Abonte, Naya, Moy Empire. You see, some way. If it's my own prayer, something I'm organizing, I can choose the people that I want to pray with. You get it. Yeah. But if it is in a church, all things being you call, your ears or teaching, be about why you want some way. Like, we'll be able to achieve our target, what we want to achieve. I'm sure after the session, yeah. I think that uh, I remember recently during Apostle session, one of the Tuesday services, I asked him, I asked him a question. Sir. When a vision has been communicated, okay, and I mean the people in the team are still doing like at the what do you do? And uh, he said, that then it's either the vision or it has been, commu- the communication is not clear enough. So I believe that um, many at times now, people don't pray with, the, with their passion probably we are expecting because the level of frequency we change, yeah. some of us might be thinking or operating from, it's not like that. So maybe, uh, instead of probably being hard to want to sack them, we might we must encourage them in love and yeah. teach them and make sure that not they to, also come to, to that point of understanding. Not to cut you short too. You see, there are categories. So now you can, we'll be a new convert. So what you say? 
or yes, so strong in the faith. It is or no, yes, somewhere, yes, But we have MBS. Do you get it? We have exhortation say a powerful session. There is somebody who make himself some way. Do you get it? So it becomes some way sometimes. You know, there are some when we meet corporately, we pray corporate prayers for I mean the church and we pray corporate prayers for ourselves as individuals. I remember this Friday, the apostle said something. He's not praying for you. So if you won't pray, you, you pray are going to stand yourself. there. It's, it's up to you. So I believe when we come to pray, we will not come to joke. I mean, if you are to come for an all night, you've left your bed, come here, come to work like that. Man, you're not serious. Yeah. So you have to make sure you pay a one-on-one mamata. And I believe that in as much as those of us that take it serious, God will... Of course, of course, of course. Exactly. All right, all right. God will reward us. So viewers, God bless you so much. You are still in KMC, the healthy church. And there is a discussion on one of the messages... Uh, on our father's podcast advancing through corporate prayers and we are about to bring our discussion to a close i believe you have you have had a lot of questions to ask opportunities will be given for you to have your to ask your question now let's look at the last part of our discussion the relevance the importance the benefit of um, corporate prayers how potent is corporate prayers corporate prayer and for swap being a heading a was so and then a man who yeah, I'm canny and need you say, "Oh, the wedding, a bed joining corporate prayer." Can you help us? Yeah. Going back to the to Egypt to go and bring out the Israelites. He asked God a question. He said, "When I go, what what should I say about who sent me?" If they ask me who said what shall I say? And God told him, so when you go, tell them I am. I sent you. Now when Jesus was talking, look at what he said. For where two or three gather together in my name, there, who is there? Who is there? I am is there. I am, I am is there. Why did God say I am? He said, I am because he was giving you a blank check. So, when you go tell them Jehovah Nisi sent you, that means that he has been limited to be the God of healing only. Oh, tell them Jehovah Jireh sent you. He has been limited. When Moses was going back to the to Egypt to pray. Right. Thank you so much. You see, I'm so excited about this part. This part of the message. I'm so excited. Now, what all that apostle is trying to tell us is that um, when it comes to corporate prayer, okay, uh, it is I am. That's the promise of God. I am shows up. Now, when God was sending Moses to bring his people from captivity, Moses asked a question. So, Moses I am that I am sent me. He didn't say Jehovah Jireh sent me. He said I am that I am. So that is that is um, God didn't limit limit it. Do you get it? And the Bible says in Matthew eighteen verse nineteen that yes, verse nineteen or the next verse. He says that where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. So what it means is that anytime we gather to pray corporately, I am shows up. Are you excited about wow. that? I am sure. It means that there is no limitation. Mm. Anything we are praying about, no if it is uh, provision, if it is protection, if it is church growth, 
if it is security, if as a, a couple you are trusting God for the fruit of anything, I am his present. That is the good news. I am his present. And when he's present, he will answer your prayers. And that is what brings so much joy for us to partake of what? Corporate prayers. And no idea Nije yes and all. You better join the corporate prayers. Because the unlimited God shows up. The unlimited God shows up. What do you think? Reverend, I thank God for the life of our father. As as I said, you see, because this message is an eye opener. Mm. Someone may feel like, ah, Charlie, if I go and hide on the mountains and Kabea for one week, Charlie, yes, I'll be fine. The, the, the problem will be solved. But you see, but the, the Bible promises that wherever two or three gather, mm, mm. you see, I am is there. That means, like you explained, like every issue, every problem. What, what is the problem, Charlie? Engage corporate prayer. Mm, mm. Because he says, I am is there. Mm. Your solution is there. Yeah. Your deliverance is there. Mm. Your healing is there. Mm. Your whatever. Mm. Whatever you need. Whatever you can think of. He says he's there. He's that's the beauty mm. of, and, and that is the encouragement mm. I have, mm. you see, to pray to corporately. Pray. And it's, it's beautiful. It's so very it beautiful. means that um, when it comes to prayer, there must be a gathering. Yes. When it comes to prayer, yes. there, there must it's always be Very a necessary. There must always very be necessary. And as a church, uh, I think this, this message should, uh, I mean, be enough motivation for us to revive our power night service. What do you think? Mm. Yes, because if we know that when we gather to pray as a team, I am is present, mm. then church growth will be pa. Pa, 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 pa. All the things we are praying about, pa, 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 and they are working. So you see, even at your end, eh, you have to encourage and motivate your people, the choristers, to always, I mean, come together. And it's very important that when you meet, you have to pray corporately before you do whatever you want to do. Now, um, we are bringing our, our discussion to a close so soon. And I want your last words, especially concerning this point, uh, the potency of corporate prayer. Thank you. I, I believe, uh, I want to say two things actually. Um, corporate prayer strength, strengthens us together. You get it? Like, personally, I, I took a lot of inspiration from many people during, during, during the, I mean, our season of Foyer for Light. Like I said, Sister Mary was one of them. You get it? Because I remember whenever I come here, it's either I come before her or she's here before I get here. And when I look at how she prays, it's very, 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 it, it, it inspires me. But I feel like I can take inspiration mm. from that. And if this is as a result of corporate prayer, I believe my faith has been built. Yeah. My capacity has, so far as my prayer life is, is concerned, has been built. The second thing I want to say, uh, say is when Pastor Mike was talking, he spoke about miracles. Uh, I believe this is one of the season of Oil for Light where we've recorded a, a, a huge number it's of amazing. It's and, amazing. And I think, though, when we were praying, I mean, Apostle message that day, he, he spoke about how God should honor our service with our, I mean, the season of Oil for Light with testimonies and signs and wonders and all that. I believe a great, uh, I mean, we've been able to achieve this because corporately, like many people were corporately involved, sure, individually, sure, people sure. took it work up and corporately, so it, it gave us the results we had. So I just want to encourage us as church that if another opportunity is to come where we have to embark on any journey at all, or whatever direction that comes, it's just, it will just be wisdom for us, for our own safety and for our own blessing to, I mean, make ourselves available to obey. Thank you. I just want to also um, use this opportunity to thank Apostle 
for this this opportunity wow, and privilege. Wow, Daddy, thank wow, you so wow, much. Wow, wow, thank wow, wow, wow. Your last wow. words. Reverend, thank you. Um, see, the Bible says, God is faithful. And to the faithful, he's faithful. And to the shrewd, he's shrewd. You see, and the oil for light, okay, the testimonies that came you see, after oil for, for light has made me realize that God is a faithful God. He's a faithful He's God. He's a very faithful mm. God. Look at what happened at Zoom messages. Mm. You see, I was so marveled. Like, I was like, you, you'll be talking to someone and you can sense the Holy Spirit so strong. Mm. You realize that the people are shedding tears and they want to do better for God. And mm. I was like, Charlie, this, this is too powerful. Mm. And this is, this is an experience that I, I want to have, you see, regularly. But do you remember that uh, proud to... Uh, they assume uh, Apostle gave a charge that we should meet at dawn and pray. Yeah, you yeah, remember? I remember. Corporately as yes, a team. Yes. And we did. And yeah. most of the things we said in the, the corporate yeah. prayers, we saw all exactly. of them happen. All of them. Continue. So I believe that apart from the fact that corporate prayer is good, we have to be obedient to instructions too. Sure, if sure. whatever comes from the altar to us is like, Charlie, we are doing this. You see, you have to. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. You have to be willing to partake and do whatever instruction comes from the altar. Don't be too wise to feel like Charlie. Oh, the Bible says, "Give and it shall be given unto you." So, me, there, I'll give and prosper. I'll not waste my time on whatever you want to do. I'll do whatever the Bible says. You, Charlie, you, you turn yourself into second bishop. Mm. You, you know the Bible more than apostle. <laughs> so, I feel we have to be obedient. Sure. You see, and whatever instructions that comes from the altar, we have to be ready. You see, and willing to do whatever instruction, whatever it says. You don't be too wise to do something else. You see, and if we're able to do that, that is where we true we see the true hand of God in our life mm. and the true power and might of God. In mm. our, I thank God for the people who share testimony. I was so like, I was like, I, when I was sitting, there, I was like, God, I, I want to see mm. more of this. Mm. Like, I want mm. to experience more of mm. this for myself. Like, it's mm. it's so beautiful. And I thank God for oil for light. I thank God for oil for light. Yeah, God bless you. Thank you. Wow! 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 That's so wonderful and amazing. That's so wonderful. I've really enjoyed myself. I've learned a lot. And in conclusion, I'll say that Apostle has always been saying that be part of something great and be the reason why something is working. It's working. Yeah. You get it? So when you go into corporate prayers, be conscious of your attitude. Do you get it? I remember there was a time I was leading prayer and I had to write on a sheet, smile and be active. And I had to send it to somebody. Because I didn't want to say it in the mind. That's serious. I've done it about three times. Because it is discouraging me I'm hearing. Me lady prayer. So if I am discouraged, how much more the people? Because anointing is very sensitive. The Holy Spirit is very sensitive. So when we gather and we are praying, send it the kind of sister I was very happy about them. Personally, I've observed it. The last two days of how they call it, the oil for light. Yeah, bomb if the church member is doing that, the pastor is what they position me gear Not to cut you short, I remember um, Apostle always says how I mean his SUDs. There was this holy competition among the so I think that's what Sister Mary's yeah, composure yeah. did too. But they, they were on Kwan, but like, who said, why is some way? 
like if I just don't understand. I said the other one. 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 Than to be present and your attitude will discourage them and water down the passion of the whole event. Make sure you are not the weak link. What do I say? What do I say? So God bless you so much for making years to listen to our spirit-filled discussions. Now we want your questions to flow. Viewers, you can also ask your question at the comment section and then we will answer you. Don't forget that um, it is called. David Edujemfi audio podcast. So subscribe and have access to all the messages. God bless you. Now your questions are welcome. If you have any question, you can feel free to ask. Is this there, there are any questions online as well? Too? Yes. Media, if there are questions online, you do well too. Let us know. Any question? So before the questions uh, start coming in, let me address the question that was asked if uh, we are praying corporately and there are some people who are not really uh, connected properly, if it's going to affect our prayer or not. Yes, it is yes and no. Um, there are a lot of examples in the Bible where corporately um, some people's attitude actually affected the move of God in the camp of the Israelites. Not once, not twice. But um, God is a faithful judge. And God is wise. And whatever the enemy also does, he focuses first of all on leadership. The shepherd. The Bible says when you strike the shepherd, the sheep scatters. It is more easier to wound the leader and have results than to wound uh, a sheep. Because when, when, when the enemy attacks, if the enemy comes as a lion and he attacks a sheep, the shepherd can shoot the enemy and save the sheep. But when the enemy comes as a lion and attacks the shepherd and overcomes the shepherd, the sheep cannot save the shepherd. So that is one strategy the devil uses. So attitude in corporate prayer. Number one thing that the attitude of people do in corporate prayer is to, first of all, affect the leadership. If they are able to succeed, that is why when, as Reverend, when we're talking, we're talking about the fact that uh, somebody's attitude you have to write and it happens to me almost every day there are several times i've had to really address certain people i mean especially especially those of us that sit in front first two lines and the way we contribute to i mean the altar and sometimes i have to finish and even go even among us pastors and ask them if you were the one leading would you have would you have led the way you were praying down there and you would have expected people to respond to you in a certain way so attitude is a, a, a way to altitude so if we have to attain higher altitude in spiritual life or in our prayer life we have to have a positive attitude when you are coming to the house of God David said that the first attitude is that he was happy he said I was glad when they said unto me let us go so the first attitude of everybody coming to the house of God whether you are you are happy when they said unto you let us go into the house of God so it will have impact on the leadership. But if leadership is solid and strong and ignores it, God can still work through the leadership and we will have effective prayer time. 
it happened to Jesus when his leadership, when the attitude of the disciples were having impact on him, he switched into a different attitude and separated himself. So I can decide to look in, onto the wall and not f- and forget about everybody and just focus on heaven and receive results. But when Jesus comes around and we are praying and he realizes that leadership is failing him, he has the leadership fills the whole church. So first of all, I, I admonish every pastor, every leader of the church to first of all check his attitude and must be the reason why the prayer time is effective and is working. Now you'll be very surprised that leadership suggests strength of church, strength of every team. So you come into a meeting and uh, you'll be very surprised that whatever is going on up here in, in the first row, and I always, I always talk to my pastors about that, in the first row is what the next row is really observing. And that is the motivation for the next row. You'll be very surprised. So if you're a pastor, you are dozing. You'll be surprised people will sleep. If you're a pastor, you don't know how to say praise the Lord. You'll be surprised people that people will do the same thing. If you're pa- so you realize when someone is preaching and I, or a song is going on and I get up, you realize some other people get up. Why? My impact is reflecting on them. But some people may get up at the back there and some people will not mind. I don't know that you, I mean some leaders will not mind some people will not mind but if leadership can influence that much then we must look at it so when the Lord comes around he looks at what really is contributing to the bottom of the prayer meeting is it leadership or membership if it is coming from leadership then we have a problem if it's coming from membership then there's a, a need to help the membership though we can overcome that challenge so the Bible says that and darkness met light and darkness could not comprehend so when there is that situation and there is light, light will always have victory. Though there's a possibility that when leadership allow himself or herself, it will affect the entire service. Thank you. That's so powerful. Apostle, God bless you so much. I've learned a lot. Please, uh, if you have questions, all right. Thank you for this opportunity. I believe that this is one of the impactful sessions in the service so far. God bless you so much. Amen. And hearing some of the statements in this message for the second time has, has really been a blessing to me. Amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, this is Pastor Messi speaking. And in, in the message, that made a, a statement, and you also made the same statement that consistent and persistent prayer will cause God to answer speedily. And I was, I was thinking that, is it that at a point our prayer bothers God? Why would God wait for me to pray about this particular thing? One, two, three. Sometimes you can even pray for it for almost a whole month. That's a particular thing. So why would he, like, why, why would that happen? Is it that at a point of praying, like, that particular thing we are praying about, does it become a bother to him? That is what I want to find out. Okay, thank you so much. It's you know, a question. No, it's a metiasia. Opposite, say, Bible say, say, ye bomb pia, yakupon, eighty speedily. Meboa, it's your dinner, and pia be your bottle to aswa, nonstance, and in my dazimin say, our prayer is a border to God. Is that a question? Is that a question? No. Why would he wait for us to pray about that? After to aswa, is it that a do baby, he becomes tired? We coming to him about that same thing. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So, God, thank you, Pastor Messi. 
uh, the truth is God loves it when we pray and there's not a single prayer of God I mean a, a child of God that is a bother to God now as a parent anytime your baby cries it doesn't irritate you if you're a good parent anytime your baby if your baby is crying because the language that your baby speaks is cry okay and it is the Bible says that it is it is the it is actually the 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 the, the I want to use a word. You must be a parent intelligent to understand, to decode, to decode the cry of your baby. Now, for a baby to cry, <laughs> it has a meaning to a, a mother. For a baby to cry, and you do everything, the baby's not stopping. It also has a need to a mother. And, and you realize that one day, I realized that uh, when, I was, when I was growing, my, one of my, my kid sister, my, our last born, she used to cry a lot. She used to cry a lot, not knowing she had fractured her hand. So when you hold her, she'll be crying, and in the night she'll be crying. So it was a cry that helped us to know that she has a problem. So there are certain situations in life, okay? God uses every situation. I just trust that we can be very concise with this. First of all, for fellowship's sake, God will love to have you for fellowship. Prayer is not a burden, okay? Prayer must, is, is not a burden. It's, it's, an, it's a privilege. It's an opportunity. The Bible says, let us come def- now, therefore, to the throne of grace. It's a place of receiving grace and mercy and obtaining mercy. So now, having this revelation, like you said, she'll bring you joy that I will come to the presence of God because I receive grace, I receive mercy. And the longer I tarry, be, I mean, in the presence, the more grace I do what? I receive. So that is one submission and that revelation that must dawn on us. Number two is that prayer in itself prayer in itself has what it does and then there is the 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 privileges prayer serves us number one like coming to the presence of god and then staying long also has what it delivers to us the more you stay long with god the presence of god rubs on you it also has what it does to us and then there is something i would want to use the word spiritual osmosis that happens okay and then also consecration also happens during our prayer time and then sanctification also happens during our prayer time and it is the will of the father that all this thing happens to us so sometimes god has a way that he will stretch us through the, the seasons so that we will have all these benefits before he answers the prayer because when he answers it you will turn your back and go daniel wouldn't have met gabriel and had revelation that michael is his angel and fought for him and wouldn't have known that the prince of persia was fighting his prayer until god has to wait after three days for 21 days for him to have all this revelation thank you thank this i'm telling you apostle yamishrao it's a powerful answer i've learned a lot yes about your yen your quick macho medasi within the pastor kobi uh ever send you the kind of media said i can see it but my uncle my papa so i say i can see it to say and i on them to a hsm so they are me pa amen and i was in shira more powerful and more discussion in fact i want to be i'm a man i see be brave so so i will message in a papa preachy and more na encheche munu ekosuno umaye hu se yam tonkosuno ye wintan so mpae no e de ohaw kese e brebron sam ena saa kwan kwona nsusuno susuno e de enije ba ebre osuno na 
ade yenu na me hu ye ye di kan ni se se yantan ko so ampa ya de bia bronsam ekrem ya brabo no wonje mu ne to so mienu e ye brada na ye obo ampa ye no bible se ebre di kan na na nyamedia no ye ba ye e na spirit uh, the prince of persia eso mu ne sa no ye na baba to to ko so bo ampa ye e ma nyamedia reinforcement ni ade ba ye ye papa ka se mi wo fie ase Adi a wabo hompai na nyangu po edi inkai ya nono. Se usa wabo hompai biwa anu yenu onfamba. Na asembisa me pesi mi bisa ni se. Inti man starting paye na anu yaba mi nimsa anu yaba. Te se Daniel di. Te se do bear three days and now four days and now pa ba. Emuaya no then atuno akariye mo. Me sebiya emuwa ane sebiya me san ko bon san pai ni biwa. Semuaya no ewo hono mo bia metumi sanya access anase den na tu emoye no na eden na be koso biu eti bacho ni ampese mi bisa na bedase bacho me nim say clear eh i was me bacho okay all right thank you okay so to help our nigerian brothers uh, what he's saying is that um uh, uh, our pastor has taught us that if we pray about something and um what whatever god Whatever answer to prayer the Lord brings us, if we still continue to pray about it, uh, it destroys. We don't get the prayer answered. Am I? Am I? Am I? Okay. Uh, is that not what you are saying? If we if if we pray about something God has already answered, there is no answer for you. As simple as that. Yes. And then uh, you are asking if you continue like that, are you going to receive the answer or not receive the answer? Now. First of all, let me just be clear with this. First of all, prayer is a demonstration of our faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the Bible says, and without faith, it's impossible to please God. Now, when we pray as believers, it is up to us to know that God has answered. It is up to us to know that God has answered. And we should know that we have received it. Now, listen to me. An answered prayer is not necessarily a received prayer. Let's open our Bibles to Mark 11, 28, probably thereabout mark 11 28 let's let's project that let's see something so there is there is an answered prayer and there is a received of the answers of what prayer so the bible says that when you pray believe is it and he said unto them by what authority does is it go to 29 if i'm right and he said unto them i will also ask of one question okay let, just look for that scripture the bible says that when we pray believe that our prayer has been what answered and that you will receive. So there is the answered prayer. Have you found it? And Jesus answered and said unto them. 24, okay. Give it, give it to me. 24. Mark 11, 24. Said, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And the Bible said, this is the confidence that we have. First John. This is the confidence that we have that when we pray, God does what? Hears us. They say that if he hears, on condition that he hears, then he will answer. Is that not what he said? Very good. So your your there are certain things. For example, if you prayed, Father, I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. Yes, we know that He has accepted you. You are born again. And tomorrow you come again. And tomorrow you come again. It's a demonstration of faithlessness on that particular thing. So there are certain things that when you pray, it is God's responsibility that when you get born again, you should give you the Holy Ghost. Are you getting me? So, 
uh, such prayer topics praying and praying and praying and praying and praying demonstration of what faithlessness and that one displeases the father displeases it, it, that's what it displeases the father it is the father's will the bible says the father is mine the god is mine so is there any one of you who has asked for something that uh, god will not give him and you pray oh god please give me money give me money and then now you come back and you are you are doubting that the, you are not going to receive the money you begin to pray certain prayers that contradicts with what that one you will not have an answer I, I, I don't know whether I get to what I'm trying to say. But you see, there is, a, there is a prayer that you pray and you realize that sometimes you must rise up in prayer and overcome your faith. I mean, overcome in faith. Our conquering is not in our shout and our scream. Our conquering is in our faith. He said, rejoice, my little children, for I have overcome the world. He said that, what is that that overcome the world? He said, even your faith. So your faith is what overcomes the world. I get what I'm trying to say. So whether it's in your offering, in your prayer, whatever, it must be done by faith. And in that execution, then you are conquering, you are overcoming the world. That must be understood. So I think I have said two posts here. So like, for example, Daniel's issue, Daniel knew that the answer had not come. If the answer had not come, the answer had not come. For example, I prayed for my father for over 25 years for his salvation. And I knew that the answer had not come because if the answer comes, I will know. Not necessarily seeing it physically, but when you pray and God answers, there are certain things which probably maybe I have to teach it one one day. But one of the things I will, answer, I, will, I will tell you is that there is what we call the note of joy, the peace of God, and rest in the spirit. When you begin to see these notes, you realize that you have hit the place of celebration. And then sometimes you'll be praying about something. You realize that passionately you started from the place of fear and rose through faith. And then you break into joy. When you break into joy, you have come into the place of testimony in the spirit. The moment you see that, begin to praise God and go and sleep. It is done. And believe that it is done. And you receive it. That's all. Wow. God bless you so much, Apostle. God bless you so much. I believe we have had a very fruitful and a spirit-filled session. I want to say God bless you so much for partaking of this blessed gathering. Why? Is there any other question? Then that, that will be the last question. Hallelujah. Okay. I'm Butcher Bright, Bismarck. Uh, I want to ask this question. Um, uh, first of all, I thank Daddy and the whole team for this wonderful section. I'm really blessed. But I want to address this question to Mommy. Uh, they made mention of uh, corporate prayer between couples. In a situation where one couple prays before, like, before the other, or maybe because of having children in the marriage, it makes the both of them like, praying together a problem. How do we manage it? Does it mean that one party has to pray and leave the other? Or how do you go about this? Then my second question goes to daddy. Is prayer a gift? Because we always see people that when you pray long, you are becoming unsuffer. Or in that case, like, is it a gift? Perhaps we have other gifts in the world, a gift of prophecy and all those stuff. So is prayer a gift? This is my question. Thank you. So I'm answering the whole question. So prayer is not a gift, first of all. That is what, what you must know. Prayer is not a gift, but we have the spirit of grace that comes unto faithful men that are persistent and consistent. They prove the need and they prove through hunger for God. And God helps them 
to be able to have an encounter with him. Everything that has got to do with God, we obtain by the grace of God. And if it's of grace, then it's of faith. That's something you must understand. So, prayer is not a gift. So, some people say, I have the gift of prayer. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like the gift of prayer. Prayer is a medium of communication. We communicate with God. Is that one settled? So, don't think that somebody is, this guy has a gift of prayer. So, me, I can't pray like him. No, it is true spiritual. He has exercised himself to get to that place. That is settled. Number two, talking about couples and all those. I don't know why we're directing to mommy. Talking about couples and those things. The Bible says that Elijah was a man with like passions like you. But yet he prayed. Now that scripture shows that God is aware of our weaknesses. He's aware of our abilities. God knows. So the Bible said concerning Methuselah and uh, Enoch. The Bible said, and as 64, Enoch begat Methuselah. And then he walked with God. What was the Bible trying to say? That in his busy schedule, he still made time to have time for God. If he wasn't necessary, he wouldn't have mentioned that after begetting Methuselah, he still had to walk with God. And then he said that he had other children also. And he walked with God until he was no more. That his walk with God became more serious. First of all, must be understood. Everything that we are doing for God, we first of all prove our faithfulness before we receive his blessing. So, God knows that like, I don't know whether it was here, but God knows that you have two hours. And consistently, you have been faithful with your wife. You always pray two hours, two hours, two hours. Now, children have started coming in. And once you are praying, when you are praying, I saw my mother bring, our, I mean, my sisters and my brother to morning devotion, breastfeeding and still leading devotion, morning devotion. I saw her. And I've learned a lot of things from my mother when it comes to, I mean, prayer life. I saw her. So, there are certain things that shouldn't be the reason why you don't pray but there are certain things god knows that it is the reason why you can pray and he knows your heart god doesn't look at your heart he looks at your heart he judges the situation from your heart i don't know whether i get what i'm trying to say there is a woman of god that's pastor Dixon's mother-in-law when you go to kufaridia even when she's sick even when she's sick she requests that they bring a mattress to the church she, she said that to sleep in the house while service is going on she would love to come and sleep in the church so she will come and they have a gallery at the back. She will come and put her mattress there. And she will come very early before everybody. She will not distract the service. And then she will be lying at the back there while the service is going on. And I'll be asking myself, when I'm of age as her, she is over 80 years old. The woman is over 80 years old. That's Pastor Dixon's, Reverend Dixon's mother-in-law. And she will be at the back there. And I've learned a lot of things. Like It's a challenge to me. But you and I, when we are small headache or small rain we just don't want to come to church now god put all this thing together and he weighs the bible says he puts us on a scale and he weighs us so we are weighed so in your time of stress the lord knows how to give you a bonus he knows that charlie bismarck if not for this he will be praying by now you will see something that shows that this person really really deserves to do this thing but for so he said, Elijah was a man like you, with like passions, yet he praised. The Bible said that Jesus Christ, he, had, he went through all the things we suffer as a high priest, and still without sin. So, 
God is aware of our weaknesses. He knows our ability and our inability. And he knows the one you could have overcome and you deliberately never overcame. He knows that rain cannot stop you from coming to church. You are not salt, but yet you chose to stay home. Because when you, you, you collapse right now, when somebody collapse, your husband collapse right now, you will carry him through the rain. Even if it's raining fire, you will carry him. But when it is time for service or church, you have certain flimsy excuses. You, you get, wake up morning for quiet time. You have certain flimsy excuses. And one day I called somebody. I said, Why didn't you have your quiet time? He said, Pastor, no be the makeup. I said, I'm sorry, I'm next time you should learn to put God first let's try to be obedient to the word of God and the voice of God and I'm telling you this God is faithful wow apostle God bless you so much God bless you so much and God bless all of you lastly subscribe to the podcast okay if you have not subscribed subscribe to the podcast David Edujemfi audio podcast and then you subscribe and you have access to all these messages. This man, that is what we are doing. We are listening to the messages and we are trusting God. Hallelujah. So God bless you so much. We bring our discussion to an end. God bless you. Let's put our hands together. That's very powerful. Now keep clapping until they, they take their seats. If you believe you are blessed so much, just show your appreciation to God. And put your hands together for the Lord. 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 Unto Him, unto Him, unto Him, unto Him, unto Him, unto Him. Wow. If you are blessed, let me hear it. Wow. I think I like this one. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends, take a screenshot, and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.